You are now sitting in section 312. On today's episode, the Cubs lasted less than 24 hours in first place. The Bears trade for yet another kicker, and the Blues have not been eliminated yet. We talk NBA playoffs and a new starting five of starting five jerseys. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Closet. The Closet is open from Tuesday through Saturday, 7 a.m. or 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. They have the best designer merchandise around, Louis Vuitton bags. They're actually getting furniture in there now. They're going to open a new store to the left of them that's strictly furniture. Go check them out. The Closet, 606 South Illinois Avenue in Carbondale on the Strip. We are also brought to you today by Fast Money Lifestyle Clothing. We talk about it all the time. It's Fast Money. It's a lifestyle. Go follow Fast Money underscore Sean on Instagram. He is the CEO of the brand. It's not just, it's a lifestyle. That's what it is, people. FastMoneyLifestyleClothing.com. Go check them out for new tour drop, tour dates and merchandise drops. They have some very cool merchandise on the way. Go check them out. FastMoneyLifestyle.com. Yeah, the Blues survived. And I want the Blues to lose so bad, Matt. I'm... I don't know how bad I want to tell you that. I wanted them to lose so fucking bad. I understand it, man, considering you're from Chicago and all that. But come on, man. We're in the same freaking division. Yeah, it doesn't matter if we're in the same division or not. All right? Because those, those fucking St. Louis fans have been giving us Cub fans shit every single year. You know, like, oh, you guys never won, but we finally won. And now it's like the Blackhawks won and we can give you guys shit. And once that's gone, it's like, what What do we got? You guys don't have a football team. That's all we're going to be able to say. But you're going to have a soccer team here soon. Well, soccer and we're going to have American football, but that's later on in the show. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so let's, let's talk about those Cubs and Cardinals because they had a three-game series at Wrigley over the weekend. The Cardinals were in first place by two and a half games when the series started, and they got swept. What, what happened, Matt? Dude, I don't know. Everybody seems to blame it on uh, Mike Schilt. He decided to give the uh, star players a rest before the tough series in Chicago. And then after that, everybody just like crapped the bed or something. Yeah, so the Cubs sweep the Cardinals. And game two was close, but there were some late game heroics thanks to Taylor Davis, who I think is very underrated and he deserves a little more playing time. I really don't want the Cubs to, you know, rush Victor Caratini back. And I think they should take advantage of letting Taylor Davis get some more reps before they send him back down. But the Cubs, they we swept the car. We swept you guys. And then we go and we play Miami. And we lose to the worst team in baseball. We didn't even last 24 hours in first place. Yeah, man. And uh, we're, we're recording like very late on Tuesday night, and uh, the Cardinals got kicked so hard. Your your Cubs are back in first place. Yeah, Chris Bryant hit a three-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth, and we're back in first place. Can we stay in first place longer than 24 hours? Is the real question. I don't know. It's been going back and forth, man. The freaking Cardinals, they uh, like shot out the Phillies 6-0 to zero yesterday. And uh, Jordan Hicks, like making freaking Bryce Harper look stupid at the plate in the ninth inning. And then and now we just get crapped on, man. Like, I, I, I don't know what's going on, man. But uh, hopefully we get back on the right track soon. 
So Milwaukee has won five straight, and they're also creeping up behind you guys. You guys are both tied for second place, being a half game behind the Cubs for first. Are you concerned more about the Cubs right now or Milwaukee? I'm concerned about everybody, man. Central division, dude. I don't want to be a uh, like I wouldn't want to be a player in it because that's that's tough things to do. Everybody except the Reds are a threat here. Why? Why do you say everyone except the Reds? You saw they released Matt Kemp. To be quite honest, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, they released Matt Kemp. Speaking of Matt Kemp, the Dodgers, his old team, they have the best record in baseball. They're 23 and 14, and it used to be Tampa Bay and Seattle as the two top teams, and now it's the Dodgers. Do, do we have to worry about the Dodgers, or are they going to choke again like they do every year, even if they make it to the World Series? I mean, I don't know. They don't have Puig anymore, so they might not choke anymore. The Cubs are in first. I hope we can keep it there. But we're like you said, we're recording this on the Tuesday night. It was a double OT thriller, the St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars. What was your reaction from that game? How nervous were you? Ever since the Stars scored uh, like an answer back in the first period, I, I was like, okay, we got another period, and then nothing happened. Then I'm like, okay, it's the last period. And I'm just sitting there on the edge of my seat in the final minutes. Uh, like several great saves by both goalies here on both sides of the ice were, were crazy as far as the save, saves go. Um, I, I feel like uh, Bennington was quite lucky at some points. That puck almost crossed that line. But uh, uh, the hockey gods out there, I guess, uh, save the day uh, as far as that particular shot goes. And, so uh, you're you're a big fan of the NHL. You you like hockey a lot. Well, not as much as baseball, but uh, when the Blues are on, I pay attention. So what's your prediction for the Stanley Cup? What two teams? You're obviously going to say the Blues because you're biased. But who do you who would you want to play in the Stanley Cup? Um, I do not want to see the Hurricanes. No? I, I do not want to even think about the Hurricanes. Why is that? The Hurricanes are playing the Bruins in Game 1 of the Eastern Finals. I personally believe that the Bruins will knock the Hurricanes out. I would be worried about San Jose, man. You saw how, um, you saw how they, like, um, swept, uh, the uh, the New York Islanders, right? Yeah. And every time I th- every time I hear every time I hear the Hurricanes' name, it's uh, bad news. So the Blues won. You're nervous about the Hurricanes. Do you think this Blues team has what it takes to win the, a Stanley Cup? I hope it doesn't happen. I'll be straight up honest with you. I hope it doesn't fucking happen. But do you personally believe you have enough on that ice to win a cup? I mean, I would say so, man. Uh, uh, with Bennington or Winnington, if you could say that. Uh, he's a crazy good goalie, dude. Here's what I'm going to tell you here. We, it, may, it looks like we made our own bed at the beginning of January, right? And then... Uh, out of nowhere, a resurgence came along, and like we just shot our way up from last place in our division to 
going into the conference finals. Like, dude, that's crazy. So if a team can do that, I don't see why you wouldn't win uh, all of it. So speaking of all of it in the Stanley Cup, my question to you is, is the Stanley Cup the best trophy in sports? Oh, man. Uh, it is a pretty sweet-looking cup here, man. But I have a sweet spot for the uh, for the World Series trophy in MLB. You can't drink out of the World Series trophy. I mean, why would you? Why would you want to drink out of the trophy, though, man? Because that's that's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? The Stanley Cup, you fill that bitch with champagne and you chug down with some of your best friends on the, on your team. That's the tradition. I'll do now. Now that you put it that way, that does make for a pretty good experience. But yeah. I'm just, yeah, just baseball is my favorite sport. <laughs> but uh, both are pretty good looking trophies. But I, I, I would have to say, the uh, Stanley Cup trophy is the shiniest. It is pretty damn shiny. But let's let's shift gears here a little bit. Let's jump right into the NFL because the Bears are still making news. They traded a 2021 seventh round pick for Eddie Pinero from the Oakland Raiders. They get another kicker on the roster, but not the kicker everybody has been wanting. And there's videos out there of Robbie Gould actually just chilling in Lake Forest, Illinois, just kicking field goals on on the practice field. And it caused a lot of controversy. Well, I mean, I'm not familiar with Chicago sports too much, man, but I do know that you have not had success with kickers uh, recently. But uh, when, when you say, uh, I saw that on, I saw on Twitter, official sec, uh, O section 312, they, uh, you guys posted that he, uh, somebody kicked a field goal like 82 yards off a tee. Yeah, that was the guy that we traded for. We, we traded for. Yeah, we traded for Eddie Pinero, and he made an 81-yard field goal back when he was playing for the Florida Gators, and I believe it was the Florida Gators. And, yeah, like you said, it was off of the tee that held it up. But, you know, I w- I'm not impressed by that. It's not the same as having the ball snapped and having somebody put the hole down. If you can do it with some – I don't care if you're even on a practice field and it's just a snapper, a holder, and the kicker. If you do it then, then I'm more impressed. Not have it set up just how you like it because it's not gonna it's not gonna be like that in the game. It's not gonna be like that in the game. You know they need real game situations. I really wish the Bears would still acquire Robbie Gould. I don't understand why they haven't. I mean he's accurate. He can make some long field goals, mainly in the 50 yard range, and he's a, he's a hometown hero. So I don't know what they're doing. But we now have four kickers on the roster, and three of them have missed from where Parkey did. But let's shift it a little bit. Let's not talk NFL. Let's talk XFL because the XFL looks healthy. It looks good, and it hasn't even played a game yet. Vince McMahon signed a deal with ESPN and Fox to televise the games. If I feel like Vince McMahon has found what the XFL was lacking – and he's really going to bring this back. I think it could get to a point where it could give the NFL a run for their money. I mean, I would hope so, man. Uh, 
there's too many things going on with the NFL right now. Everybody's uh, all negative about it. Bring in a new life of American football. Get more people interested in it. And uh, I would hope that Vince kind of cools it with the uh, the non-football stuff. Just play football, man. I know. Just play football. And that's what they're going to do. They're just going to play football and see what happens this time. But let's bring it back to the NFL before we get away from the NFL. I want to talk about the Lions. They signed a six foot eight, 243-pound wide receiver named Donald Parham, and he looks like Megatron. He's 6'8", 243. That's like LeBron James out there playing wide receiver. So, like, he can move and everything? <laughs> yeah, he can move. He's a fucking wide receiver. That's it for the NFL right now. That's all the news that we've had. But the NBA playoffs are going on. The Sixers and Raptors. Sixers get blown out by 40 fucking points. And they're in trouble. They are in trouble. Drake needs to put on another Raptors jersey. Otherwise, the <laughs> series could be over. And I, I'm big on the Sixers. Dude, the Sixers, I saw the headline on CBS Sports HQ. Um, not a sponsor. Um, um, I didn't see the game personally, but uh, I guess you got to trust the process sometimes and take it a game at a time. Well, the Sixers did not do well. The Nuggets and Blazers are playing right now, and we're, we are going to assume that the Nuggets have won because right now I believe that they are actually winning. The score is 96-74 to 74 with 10 minutes left in the fourth. So let's say the Nuggets go up 3-2. to two. It should be over because uh, uh, of that uh, four-overtime game, the quadruple-overtime game on Saturday, which... Jokic played 66 minutes. It's unbelievable how he played 66 minutes. But the Nuggets, I need them to win this series. Why do you need them to win the series? Because I have Philly and Denver. I've been saying that before the playoffs even started. I got Philly and Denver in the finals. You make it sound like you filled out a bracket for money or something, man. Well, I mean, I'm 1-0 on my pick with Virginia winning a national title, so I got to hopefully keep it right with Denver and Philadelphia. Side note, man, you got lucky on that Virginia pick. <laughs> I did not get lucky on that Virginia pick. I knew Virginia had what it took to make it to the finals. I was just hoping they were going to play Duke. In the final four round, a couple blown calls there by the refs, but that was that's like a month ago, man. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up, you got kind of lucky on that Virginia pick. So, Houston, did they get lucky? They took two games at home to tie the series with the Golden State Warriors. Are the Golden State Warriors in trouble? Can Houston win two out of the next three? If, I mean, if you're playing at home, I would hope that you do good at home. And, and as long as uh, Harden keeps tricking the referees with his moves, uh, I don't see why Houston would make it a close series. Let's move it to the east now. Boston, they look done, and Kyrie looks like he doesn't care. He, he looks like he's not staying in Boston. He looks like he's on his way out to New York. Or will he be on his way to the Lakers for a Cavaliers reunion with LeBron and Ty Lue? Uh, to be quite honest, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to your take on this because uh, I have no clue. I mean, I personally believe he's going to go for the money, but I also could see if KD leaves the Warriors and goes somewhere else. I think Kyrie could think about the Lakers, but they would have to trade Lonzo Ball, 
And I believe that the Bulls have been in talks with the Lakers for Alonzo Ball. And we do need a point guard because Chris Dunn is just ass. But that being said, I still, like I said, I could see him going to the Lakers, but I'm still going to say he's going to become a New York Nick. Okay, okay. Let's get into some some segments here before we uh, wrap up this show. For everybody listening, this is actually a very short show this week. Andrew is on vacation. We had a couple people cancel last minute for interviews. We had like two or three of them lined up and they canceled. So we don't have an interview this week. Uh, But we do have some segments. There's no bald guy of the week because Drew's not here. I'm not cashing in the seventh wonder of the world. We have no fan emails yet. We still have big news on the way, but it's still in the works. Oh, yes. Very big. Very huge works. Have you been in contact? I have been in contact. And how's that going? It's it's coming along, I would say. All right. Well, we got big news coming in the weeks, but we do have a brand new starting five for favorite uniforms. Matt? Since you're filling in for Big Boy Drew and you're filling in Big Boy Shoes here, I'm going to let you start it off. You know, since uh, since the playoffs are big right now in the NHL and uh, the Blues are hot, I just kept being reminded of my first pick, um, the 2017 Winter Classic jersey worn by the Blues. I'll tell you what it looks like, man. It looks like like the early years of the blues like back when they first started uh with the uh with the lighter blue logo and the and the gold trim around the bottom and the uh and the the stripes on the sleeves and it's actually their current alternate uh jersey as well that's a good one so for my first pick i'm going to go with everybody's favorite the powder blue chargers jerseys <laughs> It's a classic. You can't deny it's not a classic. There's a lot of classics out there. Oh, yeah. And for my second pick, I'm going to go with one of my personal favorites, the throwback Phillies uniform with that dark maroon red and the, like, cursive style P. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that earlier. It's a very classy uniform. Speaking of retro uniforms, man... Uh, I'm I'm trying not to put it all in St. Louis stuff, but I got my second pick in St. Louis again. Let's see. The St. Louis Cardinals introduced in 1976 what they would call later the Victory Blue away jerseys. I, I do would, like those. I do dude, the baby, the like baby blue looking ones. Yeah, it's like a baby blue, powder blue kind of looking thing. Perfect shade of blue for an away uniform. You got the pullover style, the red, white, and blue stripes uh, separating, uh, contrasting the top and the bottom part of the uniform. And of course, the uh, to complete the uniform, your STL hat. And uh, you can't go wrong with birds on the bat anyway, so just just go with it, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a very good jersey. I do like those. What do you got for number three? For number three, 
to be quite honest, man, I had to research a little bit on uh, classic uniforms through the through the old times, and uh, I came across, you know, basically what started the uh, uh, pullover uh, fad, I I suppose you would say, the uh, the Houston Astros jersey from 1975, the uh, particularly the home one. Which one was that? That one was the uh, well. Th- this is after they got done like rebranding after they opened up the Astrodome, and uh, it says Astros uh, on the top half in white, and then you had like a red, orange, yellow stripe thing going down oh, the yes, rest yes, of the torso. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's a good jersey, but I'm a, I'm gonna tell you my third pick here because I'm gonna stick with the Astros. I'm gonna go with the Colt 45 jerseys. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that's what they were called before they were the Astros. Yeah, the Colt Forty Fives were pretty badass looking jersey. Uh, my fourth pick. We're gonna we're gonna keep it in Houston. We're gonna keep it there. I'm gonna go with the Houston Oilers jerseys. The Houston Oilers jerseys were white with the uh, red and uh, blue stripes down the sides. They had the baby blue, sometimes they wore the baby blue pants, sometimes they wore the baby blue jerseys, but they had like a red stripe on the helmet, a blue stripe, and then a red stripe, and then they had the giant, uh, the giant like oil rig logo on the helmets, and it was just a cool looking uniform. For my fourth pick, I'm going kind of local again. And we're going to the world of college sports. This uniform brings back memories from my childhood back in the day of 2007. It was the first time I ever saw these uniforms. And uh, every time I saw them, it just brought happiness. The... uh, the uh, Southern Illinois Salukis uniform from 2007. <laughs> You're a diehard Saluki fan, man. Yeah, man. Go Salukis. Go Salukis for life, man. And what's your fifth? My uh, my, my fifth one. Uh, I I gotta be honest with you. The St. Louis. I know, not St. Louis. The Los Angeles Rams uniforms, particularly the helmets right now, that looks pretty clean and nice. So that wraps up your five. That's my five. My fifth one, we're going to go to the NBA here. The teal Pistons jerseys with the flaming horse on the front. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? You gotta look it up. There's no really describing it. You you should know with the throwback. Just type in teal pistons uniform. Yeah, I remember seeing that whenever I lived in Michigan for a short time. It, it looks pretty badass, actually. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a pretty cool uniform, you know. But that wraps up the starting five of our our personal favorite uniforms. Do you have any honorable mentions? I got a couple. I have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I gotta find it real quick. 
the uh, 1927 St. Louis Cardinals uniform. It was right after they won the 1926 World Series. And they wore the uh, one bird on a bat that year. And it said world champions on it all year, home and away. That's that's a pretty bold move from a pretty bold club. <laughs> you got any other ones? I know what I would not pick. <laughs> what would that be? Uh, any of the retro White Sox uniforms. Really? You don't like any of them? Dude, the throwback White Sox ones are fucking awesome. Where it's got the batter on there, and it says Sox and S-O-X instead of the logo. I'm talking about the uh, the one from uh, 1982. Bro, you're tripping. <laughs> Those uniforms are dope. I don't know. Maybe not my cup of tea. Well, I had a couple honorable mentions, and my honorable mentions are, <clears throat> obviously, the black Bulls jerseys with the pinstripes. Those are one of my favorites. Um, oh, yes. I, I, I think every team should have, like, a black alternative jersey. Like, imagine if the Cardinals had an all-black jersey except for the wooden-colored bat and the red Cardinals on the front and then the red numbers and red letters on the back. That would look badass. I mean, maybe for a batting practice uniform, man, but the, the Cardinals are, like, a traditional team. I I don't think they would go to that extreme. If anything, it would be like solid red for maybe, I don't know, a Friday alternate. That would be cool if they had an all red jersey and then like black numbers and letters and then the colored birds. That'd be cool. But I would keep the uh, the full color uh, birds on the bat logo and then uh, keep the trim white. <clears throat> I had one more honorable mention and it was the 1980s. Tampa Bay Buccaneers jerseys that were like that light sunset orange. I think that wraps it up for our starting five. Uh, like I said, this week's episode is very short. It was probably shorter than we anticipated, but there really wasn't a lot going on this week. Uh, I would say we could talk Game of Thrones, but Matt doesn't fucking watch it. But <laughs> there, there has been some leaks some Game of Thrones leaks that happened. And I guess we will see if any of those leaks are true. I hope they're not, because I don't want Bran, you know, got eaten by a dragon. But Right. <laughs> other than that, we're going to end the show. I did you just want to give one quick shout-out real quick. Even though the Blues won tonight... I want to give a shout-out to the Stars goalie, their goaltender, Ben Bishop. Dude was a workhorse out there, dude, with 52 saves today. 52 saves, dude, and only let two in. I think that's pretty cool of him, especially after coming back after the, uh, the, uh, the little injury in Game 6. So shout-out to Ben Bishop of the Dallas Stars. Yeah. Like I said, we can only pray that the Blues get eliminated. <laughs> oh, come on, man. So that's the show this week. Sitting in section 312. We're talking about the Blues in Chicago. I know, it's it's weird. 
it's spontaneous but hey our it guy we gotta show him some love he's a st louis man so like i hey, said at least it's the same division right yeah you know matt i this is what i'm gonna say before we wrap it up i hope it's quick and painless the next round for you oh, come. <laughs> quick and painless. i also hope for a sweep yes so we yeah. can go to the uh, finals real quick that would that would be nice if you guys got <laughs> swept. If you guys got swept, then I could go to bed happy. So, all right, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of Section Three One Two. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Eventually, probably not because they never fucking get back to us. But that's okay because we're making money moves, and all you don't know it yet, but we're making some good moves. We're going to have big announcements coming soon. Follow us on the Facebook page, Section 312 Official. Twitter, O Section 312. Instagram, Official Section 312. And we'll talk to you guys next week with a lot more news. Hopefully, the next round of the playoffs for some teams. Hopefully, the Blues lose a game or two. <laughs> you got to play Gloria, man. And we'll have a brand new interview with the Southern Illinois Golden Boy and that'll be a fun interview. It'll be a very fun interview. The Southern Illinois Golden Boy. He is a local boxer in Carbondale, Illinois. So we'll have a little boxing talk, maybe a little comparison to boxing, MMA, the training style, stuff like that. So thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Have a good one, you guys.